Music, one of life's greatest pleasures, has tremendous power. The power to bring a tear to the eye or quiet a racing mind. Music also has the power to heal and has been used through the ages to treat depression, create energy, induce sleep, relieve chronic pain, reduce stress, and even cure diseases. And now, musician and author Michael Tyrrell has created Whole Tones, the Healing Frequency Music Projects. These frequencies were studied in the music of King David and believed to have astounding healing effects. Now you can benefit from this revitalized ancient healing music therapy simply by listening daily to this music in the comfort of your own home, car, or office. Reward yourself with the gift of healing and transformation. Don't miss this opportunity to get an absolutely free sample of this music so that you can begin benefiting right away. Just visit WholeTonesLive.com and get a free sample of these soothing, relaxing, revitalizing musical tones. Visit WholeTonesLive.com today for your free sample. That's W-H-O-L-E-T-O-N-E-S Live.com. WholeTonesLive.com. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life and views. I believe in stripping the lives and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. his journey as an artist 
um, his desires, his conflicts, and we had such a great talk. And, of course, we had, you know, one of his biggest fans uh, called into the show as well, Michelle. She was also part of the conversation. She followed all the way from Chicago. And it was pretty interesting to have him and all the sea queens listening in and tweeted and basically interacting with the show. And it was nice to get into his world and find out a little bit more about what he really takes to rise above um, the waves of indigo. And also we shared, you know, played his music on the show. And it was pretty interesting. We even had a prank caller. <laughs> so you see, the show is pretty unscripted, totally uncut, very um, unfiltered, and anything can happen in this show. It's, <laughs> it's weird. But if you're just tuning in, well, this is still The Naked Talk. This is The Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. And, of course, my name is Alex Akurji. And um, I'm always excited to be here every uh, Wednesday or Friday, Talk Wednesday or Friday radio special, and we always have amazing guests, and I can't wait to talk to my guests on the show today. But just before we get into the show, um, um, first of all, uh, just want to say a little shout-out to our friends at Evolution Magazine. Um, they're all about giving your hair a voice and bringing to you the hair side of life, and you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. And of course, our friends at the Tony Cruz store, it's all about the great... Um, the best in intellectual property, the best in books, music, movies, events, and all your intellectual property uh, materials. And you can go, you can find them at www.tonyakurugi.com. And of course, QTV Entertainment and Events. It's all about the one-stop, you know, the one-stop place for all your A-class entertainment and events. And you can find them at www.qtvevents.com. And don't forget to join the uh, Share Your Cost campaign. Um, it's a charity event coming up this September, and it's all about empowering the less privileged of the readers in slum areas. And it's pretty much about sharing what you have. So don't forget, I mean, if you're feeling philanthropic or, or charitable. Don't forget to join the SYC, the hashtag SYC. And uh, this event is brought to you by Jagada Pool Foundation. Um, and you can find them at www.jagadafoundation.com. And of course, it's being handled by QTV Events. And so, yeah, uh, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about how to rise regardless of circumstances with my guest, Monique Humberg. Um, and today on TNT 26, an uh, exciting event is driven by an outward measure of success and only applauds physical achievements. Lots of people are either leaving miserable or forced to fake it till they make it. Because, of course, the spotlight is always on the superficial outcome and not the process of overcoming circumstances to rise or the journey towards attaining success. Now, irrespective of the fact that not everyone has the resources to fulfill their dreams or lead the life that they want. So I'm really, really happy today that we're going to be chatting with my guest um, live today on Friday Radio Special. Um, she's um, a lover of words and images, uh, Australian film journalist, writer, inspirational leader, and founder of Hashtag Rise Regardless. And um, Rise Regardless is a project which is aimed at helping others reach their best quality of life, no matter the circumstances. And um, you know what, not to uh, keep this too long, you know, let me find out. So hi, Monique, hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can, can hear you? you. Hi. Well, oh. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Can you hear well, me? I can, excellent. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's just, thanks for asking. It's awesome to be here on that site. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. First of all, welcome to the Naked Talk. And I'm very excited to speak with you. I've wanted to do this. Um, I'm such a big fan, first of all. Let me say that I'm a big fan of, you know, what you do at Rise Regardless. I watch from a distance. I know you're all the way in um, Sydney, Australia. By the way, um, how's the weather in Sydney? Oh, it's, it's actually a beautiful, bright blue sky at the moment. Like, it'll be cold outside, but it's a beautiful last day of winter kind of thing going on at the moment. So, yeah, it's stunning. And I know that it's, you know, it's funny, it's it's actually Friday nights right here in Nigeria, <laughs> but I know that it's Saturday morning in, in Sydney, it's, it's Saturday morning in Australia, right? Yeah, it's Saturday morning here. I always think of New Zealand being the first big country in the world to start the day, and then it moves over to the east coast of Australia. But um, but I've actually been up for quite a few hours, I was, as I was telling you before, I've been throwing up all through the night, but I'm here and I'm... Psyched and I'm ready, and uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
and I'm sorry, but I hope you're feeling feeling at least a little better to go through this. I know how. Uh, I hope you feel a bit better too. Oh, I'm just seeing it as a, a lesson in point of rising, regardless. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, right, exactly. Okay, let's 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 get into today's conversation. First of all, I know that you're um, um, a film ge- journalist and all of that, but you know, I have a little bit of an idea. But for the sake of those who are listening and who are coming across you and your work and who you are for the first time. Um, tell us, who exactly is Monique Honberg? How would you describe yourself? Okay, so who is Monique Honberg? Well, to touch point back to the Rise Regardless theme, that really started for me uh, over 20 years ago when I had brain surgery when I was 22, and then I've had health problems since that point. And then later, when I got to 29, I got glandular fever and I crashed and I was housebound for probably about six to seven years and then very limited after that. So I've had to kind of make my way through the world, um, you know, wriggling, getting out between a rock and a hard place, Mm -hmm. making my happiness my Mm -hmm. own way. Uh, And then also just recently Mm -hmm. in 2013, um, I've been writing my book, but then I crashed really badly. I had a number of extraordinary circumstances happen in my life all at the same time. Um, so I've actually been housebound again for the last well, for the 12 months, and then in the last 12 months, um, I'm just kind of getting up and about, and I'm out of the house every day now. So that's 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 the short version of of where I'm at and what Rise Regardless is all about. Okay, um, you know, we'll talk a bit more about it, but but let me ask you this. I know that, you know, you have a big repertoire of creative things that you are. And yes. I know how, it, you know, it can be to describe it. It's hard, even for me, because when someone says, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, well, where do I start to tell you? Who do I tell you I am? Do I tell you I'm a Disney? So um, I know that you're a film journalist, you're a writer, you're an inspirational leader. But let me ask you, what does it really take? to be an inspirational leader? What does it take? Uh, That's a really good question. I think it takes personal journey within yourself and an an awareness of that personal journey Mm -hmm. so that you can then actually share it with the world Mm -hmm. and also not to get caught up in certain beliefs or mind patterns or... Mm -hmm. But try and see everything that's going on, see the truth of the matter always, accept everything always as it happens, and then make the best courageous choices from there. And then hopefully you then uh, learn from that and then you can share that with the rest of the world. Okay. Okay, so let's, let, let's now talk about Rise Regardless as a brand or as a project. Um, I know okay. that it started um, as a Twitter. I know it's a twi- it started as a Twitter project. But right now, I feel like it's beyond it. It's no longer a Twitter project anymore because, I mean, Rise of Catalyst is on Facebook. You've got brands. You've got memorabilia and products that are just that named after it, and it's getting growing bigger. And you have this massive pool of followers. So um, tell, can, you tell us, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit more about it as to what really motivated you to create such a vision? I mean, create, what, what motivated your desire to start the Rise Regardless as a project? So basically, um, I had been writing my book in 2012 based on how to overcome tragedy and thrive in difficult circumstances, but then I crashed, as I said, I crashed in 2013. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was in bed for 10 days at a time, get out and do mm-hmm. go for a walk for a couple of hours and then be back in bed for another five days at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I can't, what can I do? What can I do? I can get on Twitter. I can write 140 mm-hmm. characters. And um, I was very isolated from mm-hmm. the world as well. So, um, that, so my ideas about life, and also up to this point, mm-hmm. I hadn't really been sharing my ideas about life. So I started sharing my ideas about life and people just seemed to, really like it and it just and the hashtag rise regardless um just started going viral and yeah i've got products now and um i've got started launch my facebook and i'm back writing my books i've got another book that i'm working on so it's all and my head spins sometimes because um out in the 
social media world, uh, people are, mm-hmm. I'm quite well known, but, uh, you know, I'm still, um, I'm nearly better, but I'm still, the way I live my life is very, very simple. It's very monk-like. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, I'm only just getting out of the suburbs, you know, out of my suburbs so, when I travel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. But so, but, so let me ask you, how are people, how is it being received by people, by the public? How do people feel about Rise Regardless? Um, they, you know, in terms of your followers and how they receive in it, um, the things that you get to share, the content that you get to share, the inspiration you get. Um, I, I think the response has just been overwhelming. Like, I, I, people just say the most extraordinary things to me, and I have to say, I kind of like pull back and look at my iPhone and go, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe someone <laughs> is saying that." It just blows me away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the tweets seem to have seem to have kind of built-in in-sonar radar and they just seem to find the person that needs that bit of information at that mm-hmm. time and they just see how much it's helping their life and um, some people are what I would call stalkers you know they don't interact they just watch you and then <laughs> so you don't know anything about them and then six months uh, you'll get a private message from them with a, like a little essay from them about how much they've, they've changed their life and how I've really helped them get over hard circumstances and um yeah, it's just blowing me away mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And I feel very blessed to um to be able to do this. Okay. Okay, you know what? How about we take a quick commercial break and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere, just stay there. Motivated you to 
creeds um, rise regardless. And we also talked about um, how people are receiving it. But let me ask you this: How do you how do you think the content and inspiration you share daily can help uh, or impact the people who receive that? I mean, yes, we do know that you get it, messages and all that, but how you I mean, you you share them for a reason. But how do you think that the content that you share? How do you think it can impact and help um, people out there? Okay, um, so the thing about Twitter is it is quite fragmented, but the basic themes of achieving quality of life regardless of your circumstance, just a, uh, there's about five or six basic concepts that people uh, need to start with. First of all, you just need to accept your situation, completely accept it, because otherwise you're in a fantasy land of what you should have been doing, what you could have been doing, what would have happened if you did marry that guy. Um, and all that's just not, mm-hmm. it's just not real. Um, because what, only when you accept it mm-hmm. can you then get to a place of making good decisions about what you mm-hmm. need to do next. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the first thing. And then you need to really look at how you can better your situation. So just to give an example, um, so when, with my first crash, I could only do 15 minutes of what I call grandma yoga in the lounge room. I couldn't even mm-hmm. sit cross-legged mm-hmm. and bend my head, my body a bit forward more than 15 degrees. So I had to work on this for oh, six wow. months. Yeah, and then um, I got excited. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to a proper yoga class. And I got to the yoga class and I had no internal balance. I had lost that. I kept falling over. And then every 10, 15 minutes I'd have to rest and then get up and then have another go. So basically I was the class clown. Um, so... Out of that, I mean, I could have walked away and said, that is just too embarrassing, but I didn't compare to other people. I didn't look at all the other yoga goddesses who were ex-ballerinas with their legs up in the air. Um, I just focused on what <laughs> I could do and because that was the most important thing for me. And it's about the determination sure. and lateral thinking. Like I had to go back to the, the granny yoga in the lounge room for 15 minutes to get up to it. And also, it's also about doing what it takes to get where, to where you need to. So if you have to go to the physio and the physio yeah. do these exercises, two weeks later you have mm-hmm. you go back to the physio and you're like, it's not better. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to do the work and you've got to exactly look where your situation is and do the minutia little steps. It's boring, it's frustrating, but that's what you have to do, which brings me to my other point where in these type of situations then you have to seek out the happiness in small things when life is tough you and um you've got to chase it down you've actively got to pursue it you know when you walk down to the corner store it's simple things and you've heard all this before and i know it's cliche but it's just so true you know the cat arched against the window the window the um the flowers peeking out as you walked out that because if you can find happiness in the small things mm-hmm. and find your own happiness. For me, it's singing and cooking as well. Then no one can take that away from you. Then you are rising regardless and you are becoming a happy person and that's going to help you with your life in different aspects. So that's um, some of the main things. Um, I can keep going, but do you have any questions about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, um, no, first of all, I, you know, I just wanted to say that um, you did say something that totally resonated with me, which is, you know, finding happiness in small things and really just being able to find your happiness ir- irrespective of what the circumstances are. And I kind of learned that recently as well, you know, very recently, because I know what it is to go through, you know, some tragic experiences that sort of hold you back, and then you ask yourself, you know, if you can go on. But then you have to – I started realizing that I could be – I could find, like, um, some kind of, some sort of comfort in chaos. Like you know how it is, and you feel so com- like you just feel happy, irrespective of the fact that you know that it, you know you don't have everything that you need, but somehow you're able to. And why am I saying this? I did go through your Facebook page, and I found this. You know, there's this glass, there's a, an image, there's a picture of this. Was it a green glass cup? Something? I think it was mm-hmm. a drinking glass. Um, I think it was a picture. You know, and just. You thought it was so gorgeous and you took a picture of it and you put it, post, posted it on Facebook. And so it just reminds me of how you find your joy and the little things that appeal to you and, um, yes, all of that. So, But let me ask you this. Uh, what do you think – let's talk about the challenges. 
Why do you think that it's difficult for some people to rise regardless? What do you What do you think holds people back? Um, a lot of people back from being able to just rise out of um, their circumstances. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think um, I think one of the main thing that holds people back is if they've had um, a good life or an, uh, an easy life with money and mm-hmm. access, then they don't necessarily build up the skills to cope when times are tough. So it's just a matter of, um, you know, so when things are going well, you can get happiness when you go camping with your friends for the weekend. You can, um, mm-hmm. things are going well with your work, you get satisfaction from that. And then when trouble happens, mm-hmm. you can't get mm-hmm. satisfaction from those things. You may not have the money or the health mm-hmm. or something may have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about it's about learning new life skills, I think, and really looking at what you can do to take it to, to the next level. And once you've got those life skills, once you've gone through that tragedy and got those life skills, you've got them for life and mm-hmm. no one can take them away from you. And that's a really strong foundation. Okay. Um, the next question is going to be a little bit ironic, but I, I need to ask you this. Do you remember any particular point in your life or experience that has totally made you doubt this mantra? Because I kind of feel rise regardless like a mantra, you know. You have to keep reminding yourself, irrespective of whatever, you know, Alex just rise regardless, or Monique just rise regardless. But do you feel like there's any particular experience that you had um, and that you just totally had so much doubt about this mantra that has become a way of life for you? Do you remember any particular situation that you can share with us? Yeah, so, um, it, yeah, I can. Um, so there's two parts to that. First of all, um, yeah, it's, like for me it's not a, a full-on mantra. It's more like just a guiding um, principle. And even mm-hmm. with myself, I have okay. to remind myself to to get back mm-hmm. on that because um, okay. I try to have it more as an intellectual mm-hmm thought process and examination always. But going back to a time when I didn't cope, um, and this is where the Rise Regardless came out of, is, so I was about 29 and I had lost everything at that point and my partner had left. Um, I was in just bed constantly. That was when I was for six years housebound. Um, I had no money. Uh, my career was gone. Um, I had been working in a very trendy in the film industry and a very trendy part with the A-list crowd, uh, they all just disappeared on me. I was quite naive. I thought that they were friends, but really it was a networking crowd scene. Um, and obviously my health was gone. So far as I could see, I had lost everything. And I was crying really, really, really badly all night. And I actually came to this realization came over me. It wasn't from me. I don't know how to explain it, but I realized that at my core essence was just, we're all just beautiful energies of light and character and personality and love. And that is who we are. And that cannot, that's immeasurable. That, And that's pretty much where the beginning of it all came from. Like that, and that's for me, but what you're talking before about outward measures of success. Like I, I just hate that type of measurement of people and I hate the way people are judged that way because I just think everyone is precious and doesn't matter what you do on this life, it's just absolutely fine. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, now, I, I, I need to ask you, I know that you're a creative person, right, um, as... A writer, and there are a lot of things you do in in, in the creative arts. I also know that you have a passion for photography, and we'll talk about that. Um, but let me ask you: Is there any way that um, your creativity? How do you use? How do you utilize your creativity to project your inspiration? Like, um, I mean, I notice that you create some, like a quote, like a quote card, and and all of that. But how do you utilize? How does your you being a writer? Do you feel like the fact that you're a writer helps to project even better the um, messages you have to share? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Do you feel like, like you, Okay. Yeah, I feel, uh, yeah, I definitely feel uh, lucky in that regard because I think there's people out there who have got great messages to share, um, mm-hmm. but you know, perhaps mm-hmm. not the communication skills. So I, I do feel very okay. lucky that 
but both pieces of the puzzle have just work are working together. Um, and then with mm-hmm. the photography, you know that goes against um, back to like I did work in the film industry, and then because of my health, I couldn't. So I'm like, what can I do? I can do I can be a film journalist, you know, go on interview, go watch a movie, write about it. Um, and I wanted to mm-hmm. still use all the visual imagery I had learnt during film. I'm a very visual person. Um, so again, it was lateral thinking. How can I wriggle out of this situation and still be creative? And that's when I turned to photography. And my mum was a painter as well. So I had that kind of background. But again, yeah, a lot of the the choices I made in my early life were about what I want. And then the choices from 29 onwards, the choices all I made were not about what I want. They were about what can I do with all my health problems. But uh, let me ask you now: How are you doing in terms of um, honestly? How are you doing now? Um, do you do you have like do you, do you stay do you, do you have people? I, I need to. I know this is we're, we're going to be personal, but um, okay. do you stay? Do you have family members? Like, do you stay alone? Do you how you been? Do you have support? Um, because I wanted to find out how you're doing health wise. Like, what's happening right now? Okay, so um. Yeah, so for the for the first time, um, I I think I'm going to get to like perhaps ninety five, a hundred percent health because um, okay, uh, I yeah, so I did some, and if anyone's out there listening with chronic fatigue or energy type problems, take take note of this. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. new genetic testing, which is DNA test, cheek swab test, um, and I came back with a number of DNA gene mutations, and the main one being called MTHFR, which is where I don't absorb vitamin Bs. So I take, um, I don't produce really? enough of, the, yeah, I don't um, produce enough of the enzyme uh, to absorb vitamin Bs. But I take special vitamin Bs from America. Hello. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I can still hear there? you. I'm listening. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes, sorry. I can hear you. on my end. Um, so I take special. Uh, especially made vitamin Bs from America, and it's changing my life, basically. So, it's oh, wow. yeah, it's a thing. Yes. So my health is getting okay. uh, so much better. And there was a, part, a second part of that question. Oh, that's right. Support. You were asking about support. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have a big family, lots of brothers and sisters. Um, I am currently single. So. Broke up with my partner a couple of years ago, so um, yeah, I, I pretty much do it solo. My family aren't close geographically, um, mm-hmm. but I've kind of figured out ways to make it work. So mm. yeah. So you really are totally forced to sort of like arise regardless of you know, because again, yet when we when we're going through stuff like when we have issues with our health or with work or career or financial issues, whatever it is, you know, when we have people there, it's usually easier, right? But then when yeah. you have to do it all on your own, then, you know, you have to find ways to be a whole lot stronger. than. And I, I kind of understand this because I used to be married. I love, You know, I got separated and got divorced. And, you know, I'm a single mom now. And I know, you know, I don't talk about it. You know, a lot of people look at me and say, oh, you're so strong, you're so tough, you're so this, you know, you're able to... Yeah. Um, I know what the challenges are, basically, to raise a child by yourself and do all yeah. the things that you have to do, you know. So, I mean, it's harder even when you have a partner. It's hard when you have a partner there. And when you don't have anybody there, then it's even way harder. But um, people would still use some of those excuses as reasons why they cannot rise, as reasons that hold them back. That's true. I I hate saying that out loud, but that is definitely true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so it's so it's really nice to see that you are you know not just strong because again we have a lot of people. I mean, and I did say I also um, got that from reading from you. Um, I mean, there are a lot of people who share um, messages, inspirational messages that are not practical, that they're not practicing, yeah. right? You know, because yeah. they really haven't even been there. They just share stuff and tell you, oh, do this or do that, or if you were this, you'd be this. If you try this, you'd be that. But then you kind of want to know that the, pe- the people who are saying what they're saying, they're saying what they're saying because they've been there. I mean, I get to share blogs. I get to share my blogs, write a lot of stuff. And a lot of people write me every day telling me how I help them. But 
they understand that I'm coming from a place of I'm very naked about my experiences because so that they understand that I've been there, I know what I'm saying. So for someone like you who have to deal with your health issues and deal with other stuff, I'm still find a way to relay. I mean, I know that you probably wanted to um, fulfill your career, a long-term career as an actress, but like you said, if you couldn't do that, then you could still do something else within that, you know, and still um, sort of pursue your love for imagery and, uh, you know, for words right. and imagery, somehow doing something else. So I think that that's very inspirational, and I'm sure that's, you know, to those who are listening. But let me ask you, I know that um, we talked about you loving photography, and um, you take a lot of pictures, some of those pictures you use as background for your quotes and all of that. Um, where do you find the inspiration for your photographs? What inspires you to take a picture? Uh, it's just, I think... Well, it comes from two different things. It comes from my mother. So I grew up on a, a very dusty, very flat kind of brown, occasionally green, uh, out in the middle of, well, about six hours west of Sydney on a sheep and wheat property. And when I was with my mother, she just would then suddenly point out the light and the texture and how the dust was falling and the, the texture on the sheep because we'd been moving sheep in a big old paddock. And... When she was painting, she would always drag me into like look at the composition and you know give me twenty questions <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, <laughs> and so part of it comes from that, and then the other part of it comes from the happiness part that we were talking about finding. Because since I've got a camera in my hand, it helps me tap into what is going on just on the corner of my street because I haven't been able to get out much. Uh, and that happiness, and when you've got that happiness and you're chasing that happiness and you're chasing that joy down, you start seeing things, and then you've got a camera in your hand, click, you know, mm -hmm. you've got that photo. So. <laughs> exactly, you capture life as it's happening. Okay, Monique, um, how about we take another commercial break? Uh, don't, don't go anywhere, just stay there. Uh, we'll be back. QTAB Events, your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international artist management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancement, with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Wouldn't you rather let our dynamic team treats you like the respectable clients that you are, taking away the stress from your business. Taking away the stress from your business. Are you a registered member of Alex's blog community, ABC? Then what are you waiting for? Join now to receive updates and all activities on Alexander and her naked thoughts at www.alexokoroji.net to contribute, interact with other interesting ABC users, and win special giveaways. Nigeria. Uh, well, it's been such an awesome show, you know, talking to my guest, and so far, you know, we were talking about um, Rise Regardless and, you know, what it takes to rise, rise Regardless, and 
basically her journey and her experiences, and we've been sharing, you know, trading experiences, so to speak, and, and uh, what inspired her starting that uh, um, vision, basically, the hashtag Rise Regardless, the project. Um, yeah. And, well, if you just do that and you still want to contribute, don't forget the number to call is plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. It's a two-way conversation. If you want to, um, you know, speak with Monique or you want to uh, – talk to me or you want to share your own experience or you even have an idea or, you know, or, yeah, you probably have a way you 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 motivate yourself to write your guidance. Maybe you should share that with us. Um, but hi, Monique. Hi, are you here? I'm here, yeah. Hello. Okay, okay. Um, now, uh, just before, you know, we, we, we're talking well before we went uh, on the commercial break. Now, let me ask you this. I know that you have it's you have a trademark for rights regardless, right? Uh, sorry, say again? Please? I have. I said, I said, I said, I said, um, the tr- you have the trademark for rights regardless as a brand. What has rights regardless done for yourself or you personally? As, now, rights regardless as a project. What has it done for your own self? Was um, um, how would I describe that? I mean, for for example, I when I started my blog, Alexandra Tanika Thoughts, I would just share my thoughts. It started really as therapy. It was just me scribbling how I was feeling about my own personal pain and struggle, and just all the you know the things that I was feeling going from my divorce and just that journey. And I found out that it was helping people out and inspiring people. And somehow, even those days when I feel weak and I feel tired, um, or I'm not inspired at all to even want to write anything, I remember that I'm kind of like responsible for a number of people who become dependent on that, right? And so I'm motivated to be strong for them. So that's me personally. But let me ask you, as a brand, what has Rise Regardless done for your own self-worth? for your own belief or for yourself, you know, what has it done for you as a person? Okay, so it's done um it's done a couple of things. The first one is it's um made me it's confirmed to me that all the thoughts that I was having about my way to move forward in life work because the feedback has been uh, phenomenal. Um but the other interesting mm-hmm. thing that Rise Regardless has done for me so I've kind of had um three phases in my life. I Mm-hmm. and the last phase being this rise regardless phase but this will all make sense in a second so the first phase of my life was really <laughs> 19 to about 28 and um, mm-hmm. I was achieving fantastic things in my career and in my personal life and people really looked up to me and when I walked into a party people would notice then from 29 really until a couple of years ago um, I was very ill and I really didn't have much going on in my life and I would work, I did a little bit of work as an actor because I could only, only work once every three months and so I actually had, had doing something. But people didn't um, pay that much attention to me and it was like kind of like I was a little bit invisible. Now suddenly that's all completely tipped on its head. It's gone flip, it's gone crazy. Uh, and I had a bit of an identity crisis with that but now I've gotten used to that idea but what I it actually really brought home to me again was this idea of um, this self-worth you know people put all these ideas and perceptions and uh, onto you about who you are and all through the, all through mm-hmm. that time period um, I've been the same person but be, mm-hmm. and also sure. during that that worst period when I was going through the hardest parts of my entire life, um, people were looking down on me for not achieving much in my life. Where as far as I was concerned, I was actually working far harder and just actually achieving more internally and spiritually and personally than I had yeah. been in previous ones. So um, I don't know if that quite answers your question, but that's kind of what I've been it experiencing. Okay. I think it does, really. I mean, you having to go through one phase to the other phase and back to the first. So, yes, it does. I, I think that Rise Regardless has basically connected you to a whole lot of people, more people. I mean, I, I mean I'm all the way in Africa. I'm in Nigeria. I'm in Africa. And you're all the way in Sydney, Australia. And it's because of 
what you do and what you share and how you impact the lives. When I see how people respond to it, I mean, women always say this, but I see how people retweet it, they hashtag it, they respond to it. So obviously you're sharing something that's totally inspiring people and motivating people to want to lead the best life that they can actually do. So I think that should obviously – why I did ask, I mean, and that kind of makes sense now to me, because if you did go through a particular path somewhere in the middle, then whatever you're experiencing right now is some sort of valid, even though you're not expecting that, that's some sort of validation for all of the struggle you have to go through to be able to yes, um, share the message that you're, you're sharing now. Because if you haven't been through that, then you wouldn't have all the wisdom that you have right now or or the insights that you have right now. So I yeah. think that it kind of validates the the struggle in the middle. Kind of validates what your you know the message that you're sharing right now with people and, and empowering people with. So I think that does a great reason for you. Okay, uh, but let's talk about something. I, you know, I, I mean to ask you. You've had a connection. I mean, this would be your first connection to Nigeria as a country. Yes. <laughs> anyway, no. I mean, no. yes. I, I, I. <laughs> You kind of mentioned something before, so you want to tell us a little bit about you know, your earlier connection to uh, Nigeria? Okay, well, actually, it, it goes back to actually when I was a little kid, surprisingly, because, um, and that's, uh, we all had to choose a country to do a project on and present it to the class from anywhere in the world, and I chose Nigeria. Uh, so I've always been very. Um, <laughs> no, I, I did, and so. I've been asked on Twitter to do a lot of things, and I have I haven't said yes to a lot of them because I was working on my health. But uh, the mm-hmm. idea builders people in Nigeria were doing International Women's Day mm-hmm. uh, earlier this mm-hmm. year, and so I came on as a mm-hmm. virtual analyst. Um, Access Bank was part of that, and the U.S. Embassy, and there was all these amazing, mm-hmm. courageous women. Um, and, I'm, and Alex, mm-hmm. I'll definitely have to hook you up with, uh, with some of them after the show. And um, yeah, I was a virtual mm-hmm. panelist, so they were all there doing the thing in Nigeria, and I was lying on the couch because it was nighttime in my pajamas, <laughs> and <laughs> doing it via Twitter. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> I could have. Oh, I, you know, it's so funny. I had a I had a, a roundtable conversation as well. I had a um, a women's day roundtable. You know, imagine if I'd known you at the time, maybe you'd have been. But it's amazing that you've had a connection to, you know, and you're doing all the stuff that you're doing to help and empower people and inspire them. Um, so let's let's talk about um, um, your products. I know that you've been able to create some um, products from Rise Regardless. How's that coming? I know that you've got T-shirts. I saw a number of stuff, like you have an online store, something in your store. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about you know the products and how that how they came to be and how they're doing. Uh, yeah, that came about again through uh, necessity because um I was I was kind of well enough to you know kind of take things up a level with the rise regardless on Twitter, but I didn't want to start a massive project, so I thought, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And then I came upon this idea of creating some products and. Um, mm-hmm. I just really wanted to help people as well because, you know, you go on Twitter and you get the little message and that type of thing and then mm-hmm. sometimes you can sit with it, but it's very easy. As soon as the telephone rings or the kids cry out, you forget. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create something that mm-hmm. you can put on the fridge and wear a T-shirt with Rise Regardless mm-hmm. or a water bottle. So every time you're out walking, exercising, you're like, yep, focus. Um, and the posters mm-hmm. and postcards too, they have got... Mm-hmm inspiring quotes so that you can focus on a particular area of life that you want to focus on uh, Mm because the different quotes are the Mm -hmm. different areas of life. Uh, And Mm -hmm. also if you want to give someone a gift, they're going through a hard time, you know, buying a bunch of postcards, they're not expensive. I think they're like a a dollar or two dollars each depending on which country that you're buying them, you know, where you're buying them from. Um, So that was, um, yeah, it was great fun and it's going really well. So, yeah. And and where can people find? I mean, for those listening, where can they find this? Where can they find them online? Um, if you go, they have to, Zazzle, go to online to find them. Yeah, it's an online store, and it's um, Zazzle with three Z's, Z A Z L E dot com forward slash rise regard. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different. That's the American one. So there's 18 different ones around the world. And if you're say mm-hmm. from 
still, the Brazil thing will pop up and ask if you want to go through via Brazil. But just go to the American one first. Okay. So Brazil.com forward slash rights regardless. Okay. 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 Wow. Well. Uh, you know, just I know that um, you're you're a bit strong, as people would say, um, and we have to let you go soon because uh, I know that you probably have an early Saturday. Or you need to get to rest. You need some bed rest because you, you're not going uh-huh. too well. But let me just ask. Let me ask you this uh, about your book. What did you say? Uh, we can keep going. What did you say? <laughs> we can keep going. <laughs> um, but let me ask you about your book. Um, I know that you're writing a book, and trust me, I know how tough it is to write a book. I would know that. How's that coming along, and what exactly is this book about? What or what would this book be about? What are we going to find eventually when this book is ready? Um, what are you writing about? You know, I'm curious. Okay, so it's going to be uh, non-fiction. And it'll be basically mm-hmm. to help people rise regardless to overcome tough times. So it's divided into two parts. And the first part is mm-hmm. the outer part of dealing with a tragedy, you know, the crisis, the waiting for the news, um, how do you deal with doctors, um, relationships, mm-hmm. how do you deal with relationships in the crisis period, uh, mm-hmm. What, and then the physical steps that you need to then move past the crisis and you're looking at finances and careers. Mm-hmm. And the second part of the book is the inner growth that you need uh, to overcome these obstacles and make life work quickly and as smoothly as possible mm-hmm. for you to, to move on and become a stronger person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, but just, you know, out of curiosity, and, and I'm, you know, especially for those who are listening or if they're just tuning in, um, you... You know, you, the the basic uh, template of your message is for people to rise regardless of their circumstances. But what inspires those messages? What do you write about? What are they geared towards? Um, what how how can people use them? I and mean, what are they geared towards? Are you talking about success or relationships or what? Or is this just you know a general? Um, what are the, what are, what what inspires the message or inspires the messages that you share? Um, so the the messages come from, well, some of them just come from the, you know the years of things of struggle that we were talking about, and other things just come from conversations that I will have with friends. For example, if I see okay. friends, uh, and my friends don't know this, but they're about to find out. Uh, okay. <laughs> so if they're having a particular issue with something <laughs> in their life, uh, I might see, okay. I might. Um, kind of think about that and just the way my brain works I'll be thinking about it thinking about it and I'll be helping them but I'll put it you know I'll condense it into a little way forward with that particular problem or issue and also sometimes um, issues that I'm working through myself so um, you know I'll be trying to figure something out and then I'll kind of figure it out I'll see a way forward and then you know put into practice and I'm like yeah yeah okay and then I'll tweet about it so um um, yeah, so that, that's kind of, and I also do a lot of reading, you know, I'm, re, I'm always reading books and uh, just from life, I think, is the most important thing. And um, in keeping it real, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I know you have so many quotes and messages you read. Which one would you say is your favorite quote? You know, all the stuff you created, um, which would you say is your favorite quote? Oh, I think the, uh, I'm just trying to remember how it goes, but um, it's the one about uh, you need to accept where you're at and make it as good as it can be emotionally, spiritually, and physically. There is always a way to move forward. Uh, So that's about working on all aspects to make your life as good as it can be and acknowledging that even if you're really sick, like, Sick as a dog, or mm-hmm. just everything's just not going your way. There is always a way to move forward, um, and to just trip the mind out of catastrophe, tragedy thinking, and go, okay, what can I do? And and making a decision based on courage, not a decision based on fear, as well. Mm. Okay, um, you know, just before we, just before we get into, you know, before I ask you my last question, um, just. Give us, uh, tell us a little bit about your 
profession, like your professional career as um, a film journalist and editor? Because I know that you've done quite a bit of stuff, like, um, you know, for the sake of those who are listening. Um, so I, I worked in um, the film industry in my 20s. I worked in film finance. I worked as a film editor um, in production. Did a little bit of directing, um, just a small amount of that. Um, and also I set up um, new media, as it was called then, so interactive. It was the beginning of that. I set up that fund for the government. I also did conference work for getting more women involved in film roles because a lot of the stuff that we see is still, you know, stories about men. Um, so I did that kind of work. And then when I got ill in my 30s, um, I had to reinvent myself. Actually, at that time, I wasn't a particularly good writer. Um, I just knew a lot about film, and that's how I got got in writing about film. And it was just freelance, so that worked with my energy. Um, and then also, I started working as an actor. And um, um, interestingly enough, because I kind of looked quite ill, I tended to get roles as heroin hooker or um, corporate bitch. <laughs> <laughs> industry um it's very probably something like my statistics might be a bit out of date but only between six and eight fully funded films get made a year and the the rest which is about 30 a year are just done and made on a dime in a bucket um and the ones that are funded you know their their budget is like one tenth of what or one twentieth of hollywood so there's a lot of creative talent here uh, but that's also the reason why I had to get out of the industry because everyone wants you to work for free because there's no money in the industry, mm-hmm. even though Australia is a wealthy country. It's a paradox. Mm. Okay, Monique, we've had such a great such a great time having you on the show. But just before you leave us, let me ask you, what advice do you have for people who are facing obstacles on how to reach their goals? How would you, you know, what advice would you have for them? Uh, so I... You always need to go to a higher level of thinking than where you are at the moment. So do some soul... I, there's a couple of ways to approach it. Do some soul writing, which is where you write out the question mm-hmm. and then you just let whatever comes out of your brain just write, write, write. Some of it will be garbage, but you might get some really clever clues from that. Other one is literally brain, brainstorm. Uh, and also just think about how you may perhaps, you know... You not, might not be able to go the direct path, but you might be able to wriggle around and go sideways. And uh, the other aspect of that too is, you know, sometimes, sometimes that obstacle is actually the brick wall and you're actually meant to walk in another direction. And when you walk away from it, sometimes you'll find that life begins to flow again. So I can't give you an easy answer on that, um, which is part of my you know core belief of not, being, it's you know, it's just all inspirational, and you can be successful. Da, da, da. It's more like an intellectual examination of how life works mm. and how to make it work for you. Mm. Okay, okay. Thank you so much, Winnie. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, no, thank totally you. on it. <laughs> thank you. It's you know, it's a pleasure having you on the show, and I'm hoping that you will come back sometime. Sometime again, you know, we'll arrange it when you don't feel, when you feel so much better. And we can talk about, you know, how it's going and how, you know, the products are doing and how the stores are doing and so much more, I'm sure. Uh, right. And then maybe when your book is out, who knows? You might not wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for getting on the show, for being on the show and sharing with us, you know, um, words of wisdom, basically, and, you know, your thoughts on what it takes to rise regardless. And, um, We appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a wonderful experience, and uh, I look forward to working with you more in the future. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we'll definitely connect. Uh, Thank you so much. 
Um, okay, guys, if you're just tuning in, uh, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Proji. And we've had such a great uh, conversation with the Australian film, sorry, film journalist, writer, inspirational leader, and founder of Rise Regardless, Monique Homburg. And, you know, she just shared with us uh, such great, so such great, you know, um, words of wisdom. Let me call it that. Uh, uh, if you know anyone who missed the show, don't forget you can always come back and listen to the show, and you can catch the podcast on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, and we're on TuneIn to search for The Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. Or go to my official website, go to www.alexokorji.me, and click on radio. You'll find the syndicated radio network there. Just click on it, and it'll take you to wherever you want to listen to the show. Or you can always come back here and listen, you know, click on the same link uh, and listen back and share with those you think might need it and be. Um, my benefit, sorry, from the conversation that we had today on the show. And, um, yeah, if you want to follow, oh, my God, I forgot to ask. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if you want to follow, find out more, you want to connect with Monique, uh, don't forget she's on Twitter. You can connect with Monique at, uh, uh, go to, at Monique Homburg. Yes, <laughs> you go to, um, you know, twitter.com slash Monique Homburg and you'll find her. Or just search for her. You can find her on Facebook, too, as well, and connect with her. She has lots of um, inspirational messages to share. Uh, she's totally um, knows how to send uh, the right kind of messages that totally connect with you and your situation, and you can apply irrespective of whatever it is that you're going through at that particular time. Um, so it was pretty very interesting and uh, such an honor to have her on the show and just get into her and have her share a part of her, her life and her experiences. And, uh, and, and it just makes us realize that irrespective of what we're going through, um, you know, we're not the only ones having everybody, te- I mean, a lot of people tend to face challenges every day. And we must find a way to not dwell in it. We must find a way to, irrespective of whatever it is, find a way to rise out of it. And so to see her go through and experience things, I don't, you know, I I just felt encouraged. You know, I felt encouraged listening to her story and realizing that I'm not the only one who has to struggle every day to deal with some of the things that I deal with. And you're not the only one who, you know, needs But if you ever need to speak with anyone, don't forget, uh, you can connect with us. So, yeah, um, well, it's been an awesome Friday radio special. And we're coming back again next week. Such a great way. I think it was such a great way to end August, actually. Uh, having money on the show is a great way to end the month of August. Um, letting you all know how to rise regardless of circumstances. And I'm looking forward to September. And in September, we have so, some amazing guests on the show. Um, next week on the Naked Talk uh on Talk Wednesday, we have ah, Devonair, totally Devonair. Uh, he's a screen god in Nigeria. Actor Richard Mofedamijo is the hat trick of, he's the hat trick of, you know, he's the you know, on screen hat trick, and he's going to be here on the show. We're going to be talking about what it takes to be a mentor on Talk Wednesday. And of course, on Friday Radio Special, I'm going to be having Indian Social Advocate. Uh, we're going to be talking about the role of women in misandry. Um, the last time we had an Indian social advocate here, we talked about uh, um, men as domestic victims of violence. And this on uh, next on Friday radio special next week, we're definitely going to be having Yoti Tiwari. She's going to come in and she's going to tell us the role of women in misandry and how women contribute to misandry, especially as regards. India and, you know, all the things that are happening around the world. So um, don't forget, and we've got awesome, awesome guests lined up for the, for the month of September. If you're missing any show, trust me, don't miss any show. Um, don't forget, you can get on my website. Get on my website. Sign up for updates so you don't have to miss a show. Um, go to www.alexacurrici.me. And, you know, and, yes, talk, you know, talk therapy. Ask Alex Talk Therapy is available every Friday to Sunday. I'm online. I'm available to speak to you about all your um, concerns and your needs and whatever it is that you want to talk about. Uh, don't forget, um, you can uh, go to my website and <laughs> click on Ask Alex and, of course, uh, visit my booking page. Click on booking page. And, yes, yeah, so I do free uh, – yes, if you, missed, oh, if you missed your free advice Friday, I do free advice Friday every Friday. Uh, from a particular time to another, you know. And then, of course, there's the Super Talk Saturday and then the Soul Sunday. So, uh, you know, you need clarity or awareness. Uh, um, just um, you're trying to find a presence of mind. Then, or you just uh, need a listening ear, someone to listen to, someone to talk to, someone to share, um, someone to pick their mind. You want to pick my mind about um, crazy things, the crazy stuff, creative work. We can talk about it. Uh, 
Well, don't forget, um, expression is a sign of strength, no weakness. You need not apologize for who you really are. Um, it's all about keeping it real. We tell it like it is. No sugar coating, um, no cover-ups. <laughs> we, we're bare. We're totally bare, transparent, very naked. And we do this so that we can empower the minds of uh, the people, of others, you know, of ourselves. You're getting power on minds, you know. So I get to learn every day. One of the great, greatest things about having this conversation is that there's always something to peak, there's always something to learn. And every conversation is different. Every. I've never had two conversations that sounded alike. Every conversation is different because everybody comes in with their own experiences, their own unique experience. They come in with their own contributions, and they come in with their own perspective. So um, so we'll come back same time next week on the Make a Talk. Uh, I love you. I absolutely, absolutely love you for listening. It's unscripted. Talk with Alex Okorochi.